you cannot knit and do the podcast at the same time. I'm not going to. We'll see. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the new Two Knitting Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee, here with my co-host. Kaylee. No, that's you. Brian. And we're here to talk about knitting. Yeah, we is. Yeah, yeah. Today, we're going to talk about all things heirloom. Heirloom knitting, heirloom sewing, slow fashion. Heirloom tomatoes. Yes. They're so good. So good. Those Costco ones we've been buying are what's up. Yeah. Hashtag Trying Costco. to grow some in the garden. We'll Hashtag see what trying happens. to grow some. Yeah. But I just feel like you put heirloom in front of everything and then it makes it better and fancier. Mm-hmm. Like heirloom milk. Ugh. No. <laughs> I don't want older. Yeah. Specialized milk. <laughs> yeah. I want the youngest cow you got. <laughs> Some kind of heirloom cheese, though. I'd be into that. Yeah. This is heirloom ricotta. No, that's too fresh. Maybe uh, like Parmesan. Yeah, I'd be into that. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go get some cheese right now. Excuse me. All right. That's weird. It's not weird. Yeah. People eat dairy, okay? Yeah. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about heirloom uh, clothing. Ooh. Because that's what I always describe my knits as is are my patterns as like heirloom sweaters, little dresses, um, bonnets Mm -hmm. for children because it's such classic items. I feel like it could fit any time span. Like this could have been handed down to you from your mother, you know, or and this is also precious and perfect enough to then hand it down to you know that child's kid the next generation and so yeah we're gonna talk about heirloom stuff so last podcast i mentioned that my mom sewed a lot when i was a kid and she would sew dresses for me and my two sisters and she did um just really classic styles and so she even had you know a couple of little you know, cotton nightgowns and then um, smocked dresses. And that's what, you know, I really remember her um, being a part of is doing a lot of smocking. She was part of a smocking guild when I was little, which is adorable. And then she passed down those dresses to me and my daughter. Mm -hmm. And so my daughter wore them. So, so cute. cute. Oh my God. Gosh. And they're the, I mean, you could still find women making these. You can buy them, you know, that style in stores and it's super expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's just classic children's clothing because it's still the same. I mean, you can still look good. It's still popular. It's just a style, that classic style. And I feel that way about knitwear too. If you put a little sweater on a baby, you could have done the same sweater 50 years ago. You can do the same sweater 50 years from now. Oh, and like Scandinavian and it's gonna, oh my look. Gosh, I mean, yes, that's amazing. It's all about. Yeah. There's um, one of the, a bunch of the knits that I've made, you know, that I've talked about a ton is um from Nordic Knits. Nordic is Knits. Is Anne Dressau was, that was her name at the time. I feel like she's changed her store name a couple times, but same lady. Um. But yeah, it's just such a classic, wonderful style. And that's what I'm really into is I just feel like you put so much time and effort into making these little items. You're usually using, you know, like 
sometimes a thinner yarn or you're using like a natural fiber because you know that's gonna last and be soft and um you know nice to feel for the baby or the small child because little kids are not gonna wear itchy clothing they're just Mm. not gonna do it or husbands no but it's just you put a lot of care a lot of times you're spending a lot of money on this yarn too because like good quality nice yarns aren't cheap Mm. and then you're i heard that (laughs) and you just want that to last that's been one of my goals is to create items that you can like cherish love keep and care for it in a good way and then you know pass that down Hmm. to the next kid or the next cousin or the next somebody you know just keep it in the family these are really special things and honestly it's not the knit design that always makes it special you know some i mean some knit designs are beautiful of course and that's what we're all trying to do. But it's really the person who made it and who you give it to. And that's what makes it so special is that my mom sewed these adorable little dresses for me and my sisters. And then now our daughter gets to wear it. Also, uh, Lord knows that a baby grows way too fast. Yeah. And so yes. you got to make stuff that's going to last because... The kid's going to grow out of it, and so you have to make stuff that's going to be for another kid because otherwise. So true. Yeah, so it's got to be timeless because, like, the kid's going to grow up really, really <laughs> quick and wear it one time. Oh, my and gosh. And all that effort is going to go into, yeah, you know, a one-time use sweater, which is an oxymoron. <laughs> Especially little babies. You know what, actually, I have found um, with the sweaters I've knit for our kids is that because it's a sweater and because it's stretchy and all of that is it's usually fit them for two seasons so there's a little red sweater i knit for our daughter her first year of life and then i had to roll up the sleeves a little because it's of course too big because i make everything a little bit too big on accident not on purpose a little too big (laughs) no and then um the next year it fit her perfectly stand to lose some weight Nah, you're perfect babe oh thank you Thank um, you. Perfection doesn't Thanks. exist, but you're wonderful. Thanks. But I think, you know, there is, that's a, that's also a wonderful thing about knits is they are stretchy and they mm-hmm. can last a little bit longer than maybe like a sewn dress. But um, you're right. They do grow so fast. And there's only so many special occasions. Like our kids generally wore their sweet, cute little outfits once. And then couldn't wear them again. That's so true. Mm. Yeah. And you want these things to last. And you know what else I was thinking about is the other really special item our kids wore um, was your christening gown. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just yours. Was... I only wore that one time. Yeah, exactly. I didn't wear it for my second or third <laughs> christening. They wanted to make sure that it stuck. Yeah. But your it was your mom's. Mm-hmm. And then her all of them. and all her siblings wore it. The been like a hundred people that have worn that gown. I know. I mean, she was a part of a huge family. Mm-hmm. She has twelve siblings, so one of thirteen. Is that right? She's one of thirteen. Yeah. Okay. I always forget if she's one of thirteen or one of twelve, which is bad. Uh, she daughter has twelve brothers and yes, sisters. She has twelve brothers. She's and sisters. one of thirteen. So Meaning all of them were all of cursed. their kids. Just kidding. They're great. <laughs> thirteen kids. Never thought about that, did you? Ooh, who's the thirteenth one? Uh, the evil one. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. No. Anne Amy's great. I love you, Anne Amy. <laughs> love you. Just kidding. Um, 
but just how special that is. And now I've been thinking about it. I was just thinking about it yesterday. And I wonder who made that for her. And did you think your grandma or like maybe your grandma's? I don't think they had the Catholic supply store back then. <laughs> they probably did. Mm. Yeah, the Pope used to, when he was a kid, he worked the back I don't counter. think there's a label in it. I mean. Yeah, no, I don't it. think so either. So I think somebody made it for them. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been your like great grandma or something. It'd be an interesting podcast, just like the stories of all the people who wore the same christening gra- oh, yeah. gown. And so then both of our kids got to wear it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, all of our kids' cousins wore it. Even your mom, if the kid like didn't get dedicated or christened in time, she would just put the baby in the dress or in the gown, take its picture, just mm-hmm. to say that they wore it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I love. It's a good tradition. But it's just so special, you know, and it's not like at this point the dress isn't special in itself. It's like fine. It's a christening gown. It looks like all the other ones. Looks great on boys. Right. (laughs) But it's it's that, you know, you all wore it. That's what Mm -hmm. makes it special. And it's that your mom wants our kids to wear it Mm -hmm. in the tradition. And that's what makes it special. Right. And I just love that idea. I love... The idea that you can like care for something and keep it and then pass it on. Well, and it makes it worth making it because you're making something to last. Yeah. You know, like there's so much around. I mean, we're looking around us right now and there's, you know, the shelves are lined with Ikea shelves. And, you know, we're sitting in these chairs that were like a $5 and they're like always going to break. And I'm wearing these headphones that like hurt my ears because they keep creaking and cracking on my head. Yeah. And... When you think about it, our life has just gotten so made overseas, Mm -hmm. cheapest way it could be. You know, nothing is made to last at all. So the only place for stuff to be made to last is the stuff that's handmade. And why would you make cheap handmade stuff? You should just make great, you know, heirloom everything because, you know, and there's some stuff, you know, like fashion, you know, fashionable sweaters and shawls and things that... You know, we're obviously in style today, but, um, but you know, if you're going to be making stuff, you know, that it's going to take you weeks, months to make, like make it so that it's going to be years and decades in the using. Right. Absolutely. And it's just, it goes to, uh, you know, it t- we're touching on consumerism here and just the fast fashion movement, which is so disposable. There's so much waste every year of clothes and just the offcuts of clothes. And, you know, it's just a crazy industry where there's so much waste. So much is going into landfills, plastic going to the ocean from all these things, you know. And if you're choosing to slow down and make these things by hand, then you're not just, you know, buying for buying's sake. But you're also being really intentional, being mindful with your knitting, being mindful with your gifting or your not purchasing or whatever. And you're hopefully like helping our environment too, just by making a few items. And especially if you're going to, you know, keep them and pass them down for sure. But that's, you know, one less thing that you got, you know, at Target, which was you know, somebody made in another country, probably not paid enough, probably lots of pollution gone, you know, into the world to make this one little item. And it's just, it's a really big issue. 
but it's something you can just consider and think about is when I make something myself, you know, like I'm helping to break that cycle. You know, it's one less thing that I'm just going to go run, you know, out to whatever superstore and buy. And so that is, it's a little part of it for sure. Well, it makes you appreciate the like really high quality yarn makers too. And, you know, the people who grow the wool, you know, or, and grow the sheep to grow the wool or our oh, alpacas yeah. or whatever and dye their own wool and do all this stuff too. It's like, you really can have something. I mean, it can be a fully American made, it could be fully Missouri made, you yeah. know, if you knit something, For I mean, sure. how many, you know, there's good, I know who's, who do we have on the show years ago? Sarah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's from like Illinois or something. Iowa, yeah. I think. <laughs> I think. Sarah, if you're out there, hey, we're sorry. We don't have your uh, you. your details correct. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, she, you know, yeah. did it all herself. That actually brings me to our news desk. But do you want to take a break and then we can get to it? I always like to break on a cliffhanger. Next time on So funny that knitting. you would bring this up yourself because we're going to get into it. All right. And we'll be right back. I've been working really hard lately to get out my latest knitting pattern line and I can't wait to share it with you. Things are coming out now, so go to my Ravelry page. You can go to designers Kaylee Kirkland, and that's K-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H Kirkland, and you can also of course find that in the show notes or find it through our Instagram New to Knitting Podcast can't wait for you all to see it and we're back this is so funny that you bring this up because i the are from our news desk this is waiting for that this is who i wanted to um feature was a yarn dyer and so this girl um She's on Instagram, of course, because that's the only social media I follow. And her Instagram name is Fuzzy Green Fibers, but she's sassy. She spells fuzzy with one, two, three Zs. What? That's right. What Our is she, girl, a B? Larissa. Larissa it's explains it all with those yeah. Zs. I loved that show. It's Clarissa explains it all. I know. Anyways, um, but she is a hand dyer with natural yarn specializing in American wool. What? And that's so funny that you say that. Well, great minds. I know. She has a really beautiful um, Instagram feed, and it's just kind of like earthy, of course. Mm-hmm. And that's one way I really think is awesome to use with heirloom knits is to use a hand-dyed wool. It, it, I just think it's a good idea. Because one, you could kind of modernize it for today, with these colors um and just because it could be any kind of color and it the natural dye process just looks so heirloom to me because it's not gonna be a perfect flat color like you can find at any big box yarn store it's gonna be um it's gonna have a little variance to it it may have you know some spots are darker lighter it's just gonna add a lot of textural interest into this piece so not only will the knit look good for whatever design you choose but you should choose one of mine just saying um but the yarn itself is gonna look heirloom and you know just 
handmade and original and just some it just makes that piece all that more special when you hand it down and so being in america love to support american-made things because then you're supporting an american farmer we're supporting an american dyer Mm -hmm. and then you know you're making it yourself and just that's gonna lessen your carbon footprint as well just saying um so i just thought that was like so poignant for today it's just and it's just one way to like modernize it a little bit and make it so much more special and so this girl um larissa she's just um has a really beautiful style she chooses a little more natural colors which i like too um she just has just a lot of choices and um beautiful pictures check her out she's fun to follow Larissa explains it all. That's right. Okay. I'm going to give you our secret knit. Secret knit. But it's a work in progress. Whip. So, ooh, did you remember that? Yes. I feel like it's been so long that you wouldn't remember anything knit. <laughs> mm, I remember there's a thing called Pearl. Uh, what is it, a Vicka? Vickle Row. Vickle Row. Ooh, yeah. Um, I remember yarn. Yarn. Get that? It's like the string that you use when you're knitting. Mm-hmm. There's uh, knitting needles. Not hooks. <laughs> oh, not hooks. Oh, brother. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I did. Only made that mistake once. In quarantine, I found, um, you know, some cheaper yarn and I crocheted a baby blanket just for the heck of it. This is not nude crocheting, okay? But it's actually really cool. I might put. A I, you can't of that. throw that. I'm to not me. going to. I told you this is a work in progress. I'm not going to put it in the bag, but I am going to hand it to you. Okay? okay. Hold on. I feel like you're handing me a newborn. Yeah. This oh. is my baby. Don't mess it up. It's Don't knit, mess with the needles. Knit too. in in your mother's womb. Oh. I get it. And then I like hold it by the needles. I don't tell me how to live my life. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. All right, first things I noticed. Usually you're out there in the world with your knitting needles just flying around, disconnected. Not today. Ooh. These knitting needles have a thin plastic tube. That's right. Um, what kind of needles are those? Can you tell me? What's it called? They're called, uh, I know it's for knitting in the round. Yeah. They're called, um, I mean, this show's not as fun if I can remember stuff. So let me try and screw <laughs> some of this up a little more. Just try your best. They're... You're, you're reading the needles so it's no okay. i'm not they they don't say anything helpful it says takumi us3 clover so yeah so not. clover is the brand yeah i don't know so i don't know what they're i call them uh stuck together needles uh-huh you use safety pins uh, i do i use safety pins as my stitch markers because mm. you'll never run out of safety pins yep and uh they're safe uh it's got uh it's got a type of yarn that has an ombre to it oh yeah um and it looks like what you've completed thus far is a little creamy mm-hmm. it's moving into sort of like uh a, like a a, a, a a corona sun yellow oh interesting Might go with like a marigold maybe marigold that's exactly what i had in mind actually um here i'm gonna hand it to you differently all right I just, I'm so worried about ruining knitting from being around this house that Excuse I'm like me, scared. Let me move your wine glass. Hey, it's empty. <laughs> there's some uh, there's some dark threads in there. Dark dark yarns in there. You call them threads? Uh, 
no, that's yarn. It, it's my that's yarn. It's my uh, sleeve placeholders. It's keeping it real. All right. So now I'm looking at it. It's got some. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, the problem is, is I actually asked Kaylee about this the other day, and of course you can't ask her and hear like a half a sentence answer. So I know <laughs> that there's some lace work on it. Oh yeah. Um, and I was asking her about it. I know that it is a sweater. Cause she already said that on the last episode. Um, and, uh, it's a short sleeve sweater, uh, which is like, what is it called? Crop sleeve? Cap sleeve? Cap sleeve. Maybe? I don't know. They're, the sleeves are very short, right? Like they like would go very high on the arm. And I was asking her how finished. she would do it because like, because it's an ombre, it would like change over time. And so you'd have kind of weird looking sleeves. You know, what's really funny about the ombre is I often knit in bed late at night. And so we'll just have, you know, like one light on or something. And I've been waiting for the color to change while I'm knitting because it's went from like white to cream. And then it's introducing this kind of taupey yellow color. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's taking forever. I'm just, like, at this light cream color. And then uh, today I took it outside to knit while the kids were playing. And mm. I had, you know, like an inch and a half of that, like, next color. Like, like, oh, oh I was there last night. I didn't even know it. Much brighter than I thought. <laughs> um, I was really excited. You know, if I could think of ten more things to say about this, I'd be amazed. I don't think I have well, anything else. It's uh, bamboo circular needles. And I am, yep, knitting in the round, knitting top down. So you're kind of looking at it upside down. So I already did the neckline. It's like a rolled um, rib two by two neckline. And I've got some lace work. It's a raglan sleeve kind of increase. I'm just loving it. And the yarn is, um, turn around, Rainbow Rhapsody, I think is what it's called. It's a Hobby Lobby. Hokey pokey mm-hmm. yarn, rainbow wrap city with a W. Yeah. Um, and it's silly. actually, you know, I t- I've said in the past that I don't want to buy uh, things with acrylic in it anymore. But this I had had on my shelf for a really long time. That's something else I found out in quarantine is, guess what? I just knit with the stuff I have because she, I'm, I'm looking at the shelf. She's got plenty of stuff. I don't right? know. <laughs> You don't need to buy. If I see you come home with more yarn, I'm going to question it. Yeah. And I bought this a really long time ago because it. our daughter loves yellow and I wanted to make something for her. It's very cute. Color. And it's it's actually turning out really beautifully. And I actually love the way this yarn feels. And it's um, it's a fine yarn. So it's thin. The sweater is thin. It's draping beautifully. Um, it's just turning out really cute. And this is look great on that baby. Yeah. So I picked out some lace work I wanted to do and just kind of like a general sense of how I wanted the sweater to turn out. And I just started knitting, which is something I've never really done. I've never, you know, had like an a simple idea in mind and just gone for it. I usually have very detailed exactly what I want to do in a pattern and a design and I can basically write a pattern before I knit it and then I'll knit it and it turns out the same way doesn't sound like new to knitting to me oh yeah but this one is a new way for me to do it I just said like I'm just gonna go for it I'm just gonna start to see where the yarn takes me just like knit it and I did just do it and it turned out differently I thought the lace would end up kind of somewhere else I thought it would end at the sleeve but I thought, like, gosh, I can make this keep going, and it's going to be kind of a different 
look. It's going to look great. I'm really excited. It's going to be cute. It's way too big for our daughter, but she can grow into it, so that's cool. I don't know. She might be tiny forever. Yeah, she is pretty tiny. She might be one of those just people that's always cute and little and just tiny. Petite. Her yeah. little petite girl. She's for sure petite. She's so cute. Um, she is super cute. Yeah. Though. She was singing some Frozen songs for us tonight, and it was wonderful. Yeah. This is what happens when your husband like is a podcast producer, and we have all this equipment of all kinds, is that he comes home from work late at night and just sets up karaoke machine in the front yard with big speakers and a real microphone and, and a, a little stage. stage that he built That's and cute. the kids sing songs it was nice. to the front door and it's very cute and adorable mm-hmm. i was singing along as this, as kaylee says i am a stage dad. mom so <laughs> yeah he was directing them basically I, uh, like from the lip audience. sync along very like <laughs> to try to like get them to do the emotions you know <laughs> Like I'm directing her. I think that's the definition of a stage mom. Mm -hmm. Stage mom it is. good job. Hey, you know what? I don't care. Because when she locks eyes with me and she sings Ah. Into the Unknown, it's magical. Yeah. So sweet. Mm. Anyways. um, So next time I actually, this time we talked about heirloom knits. Classic, you know, beautiful styles. Next time I'm going to turn it and twist it. Turn it upside down on its head. Talk about modern knits. What? So stay Nobody likes tuned. modern tomatoes. I'm in. Well, I'll, I mean, I have to be, right? I don't really have a choice. I have to set up all the stuff. I could do some of it. But yeah, you definitely have to be here. Okay, I guess I'll be in the podcast forever. Okay. See you later. Bye. You can find my patterns at um, on Ravelry under Kaylee Kirkland's designs. And my username on Ravelry is kbeth. But you can find all the links, everything you need to know on our website, new2knittingpodcast.com. <laughs>